Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs, where it's always an adventure as we try to get people online with us. So we have a super awesome guest lined up for you today we are we have invited diana balboni of n2 details and she is one of the most talented and sweetest ladies i've ever met and she has a special knack and talent and love for interiors and there she is so give us just a sec we're gonna have her join us real quick boom hit there oh yeah there she is have add her real quick all right, I have the add button now. There, there we go. go. Boom. All right. <clears throat> the table, because the table wobbles, the camera and everything. You think we're in Alaska having an earthquake? <laughs> so, Ryan, there you are. Hey. <laughs> Success. Is. How are you today? Well, I'm really well, thanks. Sorry about that. That oh, really gave totally us. Fine. Uh, you're totally a, fine. A little bit of a time there trying to decide that it's going to be, um, you know, oh, on your phone instead of actually on a computer. What a concept. Yeah, that, that's my fault. I need to make sure that I'm emphasizing with those that are coming on live with us that they need to be in the Facebook, iPhone, Android app. They can't be on their computer. So. Right, right. Well, I was just thinking it was going to be all nice and clear and I could see oh, everything. Oh, I know. Those, yeah. those darn Facebook guys. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> No problem. Well, we're super excited to have you on board with us. You know, we had the opportunity to work side by side with you at Air Force One last year in 2018. And, uh, you know, the thing that really, really impressed me about you was you didn't care what you were doing. You were just having fun. <laughs> I mean, you know? even down to the plexiglass uh, protection on the engine casing. So, right, right. It, it you know, Air Force One is a tremendous honor to be there. So you just, you, you touch everything. You, you just learn to touch it all from, from the cases that's displaying an engine to the plexiglass on the side of the engine covers to whatever you just need to do, the wheels. I, I'm real good at wheels. I'm real good <laughs> at the rims and getting the tires shiny. So, you know, that's, uh, it's, it's one of those sizes. But everything from President Eisenhower's Air Force One, I mean, what a tremendous honor. You know, yeah. just, to, just, to, just to be there, right? And um, then to, to have the, the number three of a 787 and the first 747 and 727s and 37s, and they're all there. So um, it's, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor to be there. And working alongside you guys, meeting and working with you for the first time was really, it was a hoot. We, we all had a blast, I think. It was a, it was a good team, a great yeah, team. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a lot of fun. So Great. So tell us, how, how did you get started? There's not a lot of ladies 
in the industry. And it seems like the ones that are, they're really, really good. Like Shay at Bill the Buff Man. There's um, Chris West's yeah, daughter. And Ryan Doyle. I mean, Ryan Doyle. Right. I mean, Diane right. Doyle. It's just, yeah. There are There's a lot amazing of amazing women, but, you know, they really do stand out. So how did you get started? You know, it, it's, it's really funny. In 2013, I went to a financial guy who had who'd known me for, at that point, about seven years. And he literally turned around to me and he said, Diana, you just don't seem happy doing what you're doing. Why are you doing it? Well, you know, I had a good job. It was a desk job, you know, out of the wind and cold and rain and all that. And I said, oh, gee, you know, and the first thought that came to me was, oh, my goodness, is it that obvious? And if it's that obvious to him, then that meant it was obvious to others. I mean, I was doing well, don't get me wrong, and I was making some good money. I was doing some government work and working in contracts and acquisitions, but it just didn't have my heart. <clears throat> and literally, his next comment to me was, well, what do you want to do? I said, oh, you mean when I grow up? And he said, yes, I want to detail cars. And literally, it was out of my mouth before I think my brain engaged. It, it was something that I've always been interested in. I was telling somebody the other day that, you know, I, years and years and years ago, I was here in Virginia on a visit with a friend of mine, and she had an issue of People magazine on the, on the counter, and I kind of glanced at it and said, you know, I'd much rather look at a car magazine than I would, you know, People magazine or anything else that's out there. And I should have known way back then that that would have been, that that would have been the case, that that would have been the case. But um, in any case, I said, you know what, that's, that's what I want to do, and that's where I want to be, and that's what I want to do. So I started doing my research. I did my due diligence, and Rennie's name kept coming up. Rennie and Diane Doyle, Rennie and Diane Doyle, Rennie and Diane. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this guy's got to be the guy i got to go to. And so I contacted them. Uh, that was the end of 2013, first part of 2000, and uh, I waited. I had to wait, literally. So that was 13. It was the beginning of 2015 before I had an opportunity to get in touch with them because I had, to, I had to get that last year in, and that last year was to go through that full process. I decided to retire, because that was the other comment that he made to me. I could retire. I went, How can I retire? I'm too young. I know, and I've said it before, that you know, I keep thinking this is you know, another colored hair, but nope, it's there, was I was old enough to, <laughs> to retire with 10 years of government service accumulated. So... It's not a lot coming in, but it's many blessings in other ways. And so I said, yeah. okay, let me do this. <clears throat> so in 15, um, beginning of 2015, as a matter of fact, February, uh, the first week of February, I went and trained four years ago with Rennie and Diane and had a blast. I had an opportunity, another blessing, that it was a one-on-one -on -one opportunity. I thought I was going to be caught in snow, and it was one of those years that they didn't have a lot of snow. And the first car he put me on was a Porsche. And then we had a very dirty mom and pop uh, van, you know, uh, Toyota Sienna van. And uh, we got that all taken care of and cleaned up. And we took care of, uh, I think, Rennie's juke also that week and did, did a couple other things. So I was definitely hooked. Uh, came home, applied for my business license in, in March. As a matter of fact, this week, it's four years that uh, I started my business. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of fun. And and I have met so many great guys, so many great people to be a part of, you know, this team with the Detail Mafia and Ray Doyle. and the guy. It, It's just, it, it's pretty special to me. That's awesome. So I know, uh, you know, you and I have talked off camera a bit and 
you have been doing a little bit in the background, education-wise, in addition to the training that you've already received, to really up get up your game, not only as a detailer, but also for your business. Do you want to talk about what you've been working on the last couple of weeks? Sure. So, you know, last year, and, and actually up in two even last year, I had thought to myself, it just seems like there has to be more. You know, leather is... Leather is, a, is an area in most automobiles, you know, high end to, to again, vans, small cars, doesn't matter. And you want to take care of it. You want to be able to take care of this investment. So I thought about it and I thought about, geez, what, what else can I learn and, and do? And so I did a little research with the company at the end of last year um, about going and training in leather repair and restoration. And... Um, it kind of fell to the, to the, you know, back burner, if you will, because I had some other things that happened. I did a lot of traveling. I was at SEMA last November, and um, prior to that, I'd had an opportunity to be out in Monterey with a great, you know, bunch of guys and the Monterey Car Show and working on some of the cars. So I did a lot of traveling. I thought, you know what? I just don't need to add that to this year. So. Here, a few weeks back, about a month or so ago, it came to me again. Gee, maybe you ought to really pursue that. And while it was still, you know, winter weather here and cold. And so I got in touch with um, Pamela Villa Gomez from Leather Solutions International, which is out of Asheboro, North Carolina, and uh, registered for her class and drove myself down there. And it, for three days, Pamela um, taught me everything from basically from the hide to the moment it gets tanned to how you repair it if you have a, a, a tear or a rip or scrape and scuffs on leather. And I learned a lot. And if, if I took nothing else away from this class, it was one phrase that she said, and that is, leather is skin. Hmm. It's everything. Leather <laughs> is truly skin. And considering <laughs> there's my other half, um, hey, leather, welcome. Leather, leather is skin, and since it is skin, it needs to be protected. You know, so yeah. yeah. I think you know, and I think that's an important point because I think, especially from the consumer side of things, they like the comfort and the feel of leather seats. But I think a lot of the average consumers don't really understand that there is some care that needs to be. Administered to really make those seats last and be preserved. Right, and I and I looked at it two ways. I looked at it from not only the opportunity to complement what I'm already um, doing as far as auto detailing, but then also to take it during the winter months when it's very cold here in Virginia, and I work out of my home garage, that I can work in furniture. I can turn around and if somebody has a, a leather jacket or purses or boots or belts or, I mean, you, you just, you don't realize how much leather we probably own ourselves that we don't even give a second thought to. We just say, oh, it's leather and not go, oh, wow, that's leather, which is skin that hmm, maybe I need to keep that so, supple and flexible and, and keep it to where it's, it's, I bought it for a reason. I like the feel of it. Well, same thing with cars. So that's why yeah. I went that direction and be, and, <clears throat> and tested. So that was the other part of this was to go and get certified in leather repair and restoration, not just to say, oh, yeah, I can check off the box, and it's one thing that I know. So I'm waiting yeah. for my test results. Um, I think I did pretty well, but I will be considered a, also a leather certified technician, 
And then also uh, my certification is from the IICRC, which is the um, Institute of Inspection, Cleaning and Restoration Certification. So I will be considered a certified firm in that, um, um, with that credential, if you will. So looking forward to this next level of areas <clears throat> I can move into. Yeah. yeah, and that that's awesome. I think, um, you know, one of the things we talked to uh, several people about, and I wanted to talk to you about it too, is so, I mean, obviously from that description, um, having those certifications, you know, IDA certification and that leather certification and inspection certification, it just, you know, what does that mean to you and your business? And, and how do you, I get a lot of questions from folks about why would I go do that instead of just doing the job I'm already doing? Because I think it does. It, it does give a another level of it's without you know sound like I'm stepping on toe credibility, you know that, that you have. And again, I am a member of the IDA and tested. I'm certified, skills validated for the IDA. Taking Rennie's class and becoming a, a, a member of Detailing Success and then Detail Mafia. Um, detailing Success to me was that was the first. I, I could have gone probably just about anywhere and just gone to work side by side. And I'm not dismissing that or disqualifying that. But what I'm saying is if you truly want to be certified and understand areas such as pH, what it means is a product too acidic, is a, a product too alkaline. You'll under, you'll understand a little bit more. Okay. You know, we, Rennie asked me my very first question, he sat me down at his desk that very first day, that morning. He says, what are you concerned about? What do you worry about? Well, oh my goodness. No, I'd come up and, and I'm old enough to remember hearing horror stories of people burning through paint. And I told him, I said, I'm worried about burning through paint. He said, we'll take care of that. And darned if he didn't. I have, you know, knock on wood, somewhere, you know, I've not had any issue. But I learned, and I learned from the best of what, needed to happen so I can alleviate that, prevent that. So that's what it is. It's not just, you know, throwing it out there and saying, okay, well, let's just see what, you know, if it kind of looks good. So yeah. I'm certified in, in the areas and the expertise that I wanted for to build my business. You know, what? what's exciting to me as I reflect on our conversation is, number one, you got into this industry because it was something that you really loved and were interested in. Right. And when you love and you have interest in it, you're able to devote your whole heart, your whole energy into it. And also that you went out and you got trained, you know, not just by Rennie, but by the IDA, by the the gal with the leather. And I'm sorry, I forgot her name, but what we want to give. Yeah, we want to give her a shout out. I think that a lot of times people think it's just one resource and there are so many resources out there for you detailers that are trying to build your business that really you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't one take advantage of that and two network with other detailers and really learn you know what pads and what uh, combinations of compounds work together what's best in these scenarios and really leverage each other's knowledge to elevate and lift up the entire industry. And that's, and that's exactly what, you know, this group does and others that I'm, I'm part of. And it's, you know, cars, cars were pretty much straightforward, right? At one point. I mean, 
you guys know what I'm talking. You, you lifted the hood, you know, and I mean, I could see down all the way to the pavement. You lift the hood now on a vehicle and you can't see the pavement. There's no way, you know, and, yeah. and they're changing to make them lighter and more fuel efficient. Cars have different metal body structures, sometimes not even metal, you know, fibers, right. fiberglass. I mean, let's, you know, yep. look at the Corvette, right? Or you turn around and, and um, you, you learn other little, little items, little areas. Somebody says, oh, well, I want you to clean my seatbelts. Well, let's stop and think about that a minute. You know, that's, um, you know, is that going to be safe? Well, if we go to clean and put some sort of a chemical on there and it dries out and then there's an issue or, you know, pulling wheels or whatever it is, you know, you, you need to be trained. There's too many areas now. And there's too many materials, whether it's, you know, some, you know, some detailers will tell you about the short nap of a particular <clears throat> carpet or the you know, long shag, or gee, let's, you know, king ranch leather. Whole different, you know, pardon the pun, animal, if you will, <laughs> on seats, than you would, you know, it's the same animal, it's a, it's a cowhide, right? But they've treated it differently, it's a different type. Now you've got a, you know, very expensive truck with this very expensive leather in it, and people say, oh, well, I've got to go to the dealership and get, you know, this particular product. Well, maybe not necessarily, but you have to know what it is you're going to put on there, right? Yeah. So training is integral in an industry that you want to move forward in and um, be the best at what you're doing. Right, right. It, absolutely. So um, one of the things that I, I wanted to talk to you about, you and I have talked about this before, but when, when, when we were at um, Air Force One, and you and I were um, working on, oh, I think it was the, is it the B-29 or the B-19? But a young lady came up to us and mm -hmm. saw you working and asked, um, I didn't know that women could be detailers. And I thought that that was really a powerful thing yeah. that, that you did with that young lady. So can you kind of explain what you saw happen in there? You know, it's... It, my, it was pretty, it was, it was an honor to chat with her because somebody had said to her, go talk to that woman over there. And I have to say that, you know, there, there's a handful of us that are at AFO during that time. Yep. And for it to, um, for her to come up and approach me like that, I looked at it as an opportunity to say, you can do whatever you want to do. You don't have to be limited because you think, it's 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 a it's a man's world or it's just because it's the guys what do you want to do if it makes you happy go do it and i i'm a perfect example in that because somebody recognized me i wasn't doing what made me happy and so this makes me happy and then if i can give back as we do at afo that that to me is that's what it's all about and yeah. that woman that that young girl i mean you you saw her take in what I was saying. And it wasn't just mm -hmm. because it was me. I think it's because she didn't think that she could do something else that she wanted to do. And yeah. that's important. Do what, do what you love. You know, as they say, do what you love, work at, at what you love to do and the money's going to follow if that's what's important to you. Yeah. I, I, I love that you're just uh, mm -hmm. such an, an amazing ambassador you know, not only for the industry, but for women. And I think that's really, you know, I think about the one Instagram post that Rod had his daughter out doing the, the headlights, headlights yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. 
I, I just, I think it's great having the ladies out there. You know, I don't have none of my girl. Well, my, my one daughter, uh, Gaylani, would probably get out there with me. But Jessica, there's no way. She's like, I want clean hands and fashion. I don't want cars and tubes. So. Yeah, well, and that's that's which daughter that is. That's why I call, we call her our princess. She doesn't want to get dirty. She but, but she wanted to hang out with dad. And I said, well, if you're going to do it, this is what we're doing today. We're changing the oil on a three-quarter ton truck, and we're restoring the headlights. And so she jumped right in, and she's actually really enjoyed it since then. She at least got to try something. You know, depend. I don't care what she does. Whatever makes her happy, she's gonna do. But she she enjoyed doing that, and she's talked about it with people, and the, just the experience of actually getting out and doing that. Well, you know, it's um, you know, I'm old enough to know and remember a time when okay, so I've had an interest in cars most all of my life. I mean, I yeah, it's just always been there. I always took care of my mother's car. You know, my mother's gone been gone now 27 years. She had a 71 Olds Cutlass. And I detailed her detail. I washed it. I kept it clean, right? Inside, outside, yep. vacuum, did whatever that I needed to do. And it was a different time. You know, we didn't pump our own gas, right? And late seventies, early eighties is when it started becoming that we would pump our own gas. And back then you had somebody else who checked that oil or, mm -hmm. you know, made sure, you know, in headlights, you didn't have to worry about headlights. They were all glass. Yeah. Right. And now they oxidize because they're plastics, they're polycarbonates, they're, you know, other materials that they yellow out. So you yeah. need to have them clean and safe and all that. But it was a, it was truly a different time. So women should know, you know, I think that it's, it's great to know so that somebody's not going to snooker you, <laughs> you know, yeah, as right, the old thing right. goes, they're not going to take advantage of your maybe lack of knowledge that you, yeah. you know, Oh yeah, well let's see. I'm gonna, you know, there's a nut in your squirrel cage, and I'm going to take care of it. Wh what? Just because my wheel is making a noise, you can tell me I've got. Excuse me, what? And I mean, I literally had somebody tell me that one time, and I went, "Okay, let me stop." You said what? <laughs> there's a nut in my squirrel cage uh, on my wheel, my tire. What? So you know, I, yeah, pretty funny, <laughs> but it was a serious comment. That's a serious comment somebody made to me, and I'm like. I, I don't think so. Yeah, let's let's not go there. Yeah, that, but, that reminds me of the movie Cousin Vinny when he has his. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, his wife goes his on. Wife a lengthy, on. Yeah. lengthy explanation of how that wasn't the original motor in his, in his <laughs> fifty-seven Chevy, and she knows all the details. And that's I try to. I've got three daughters, and every one of them that you know, um, two of them are just coming into the age where they're going to be driving, and they already know that you're not going to be driving unless you know how to change the tire, change the oil, check the oil, all the fluids, and take care of the car. Because right. you can't just go out there in the world and, and just expect somebody else to do those things for you. And uh, if you do, you're going to get taken advantage of. So right. I, it just, it's just general knowledge. It's about anything, right? I mean, it, it goes both ways. I mean, the stereotypes can go both ways. You know, right. everybody knows in my house, if somebody loses a button on something, I'm the one that sews it on. My wife doesn't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> so I sew all the buttons on and, and, you know, all my girls can change oil. So that's just, that's right. just part of life, you know? So right. they wear the pants and you wear the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. It's a little more breezy and I like that feeling. So, <laughs> there you know. go. There you go. It's the kilt, right? It's, it's, all, it's right. the right week for it. Exactly. It's right week that's for it. Not a problem. Just as long as you can still have that, you know, have that stout, have that Guinness, it's all good. 
That's right. So, so what do you what do you have planned for the new year? As far as obviously you've gotten some additional training. What are what are you planning to do for your business this year and your customers? You know, this is um, this is one of those years that I'm. I, I think it's funny you should ask that because I I've had several calls lately. I had a guy call me about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and he goes, "Hey, I got your name from such and such." And um, the place where he got my name from was a place that I know traditionally lifts trucks. And I said, oh, great. I said, what do you have? And he goes, oh, well, he says, I've got a Ram 2500. And I said, uh-huh, let me guess. It's, uh, what color is it? And he goes, oh, it's black. I said, oh, yeah, of course it's black. I said, it's either going to be black or dark gray. And he said, yeah. And I said, I don't know what you guys are doing to me. I said, let me put it to you this way. I said, I'm five foot four. I said, I'm going to be eyeball to your door handle. And he started laughing. And I said, you know, that sounds pretty silly, but it's true. I said, how do you think I'm going to get on top of that truck? I said, and some people, oh, well, you could get in the bed of the truck. I get in the bed of the truck. I'm only going to go back about a quarter of the way on the top of the cab. I'm still not going to reach it. Let's face it, right? So I'm really looking at probably taking my business into the direction of a lot of the smaller cars. I know that mm -hmm. sounds pretty silly, but, you know, I want to be able to get them in my garage. And those smaller cars, the S2000s, I own an S2000. I love them. I think they're an amazing car. Um, you know, the VW Beetles, the, 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 the little Fiats, you know, which were disappeared for a long time, have made a comeback. And, of course, the Mini Coopers. But then also Honda Civics, Honda Accords, you know, small SUVs. So I think for me, one of the directions that I'm going to is from not only what I can offer to my customers, but safety for myself. These, these vehicles are getting lifted to such a degree that, you know, the guys themselves can't hardly get in them. And then they don't want to take care of them. And I get it. I understand that. But I don't have the, the room to do that. So my business is going to be more focused towards um, probably some of the smaller vehicles in detailing. I know what I like. I know, I know my passion for those vehicles, especially like an S2000 because I love it. But I also have a, a Honda Ridgeline truck. And so, not a problem. You want to bring me a Ridgeline. When it starts getting into the, the heavy-duty trucks that have been lifted, you know, twice over and, you know, have wheels that are as big <laughs> as tall as I am, I think it's time to, to say, you know, let's look at something else. But I also want to take my business into especially the colder months. This year has been, and I think in a lot of areas of the country, winter has really hung on. Mm -hmm. And yeah. since yeah. it's hung on, it really makes it challenging to, to get out and detail a car. And plus, people don't necessarily always, um, you know, bring you their car because they don't see the need for it at that time because it's just going to rain the next day. But um, that said, uh, I'm looking at also continuing with the leather repair and restoration and, um, you know, complementing that. I do some re uh, warranty work for a company for cars. And when I mentioned to this uh, person that um, I'll be able to take care of their interiors also a little bit more so with the leather. Oh, she was elated. So I see a good uh, compliment there. And again, leather furniture, purses, jackets, belts, shoes, whatever, um, yeah. to be able to, to maintain and protect. And we talked about this in the beginning that because it is a skin, because leather is a skin, it should be maintained. If you, if you at least, you know, my recommendation is at least every six months, and especially if you have sun beating down it, especially if your windows aren't tinted, you know, the first place that weather, that leather's going to give away is going to be at that stitching. So yeah, it yeah. should be maintained, you know, clean it up, 
soften it up, keep it supple, flexible, and then make sure that you protect it so you don't get things like blue jean transference on it, which is a big issue on lighter colored interiors. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I'm looking to focus in, in kind of a little bit different areas. And, um, you know, there's, there's always other things coming up. There's always mobile tech is there, SEMA's there. So a lot of good um, uh, events to be at where I can see you know, the guys that, that are my colleagues and that we work with and that are in the industry, but some amazing people, you know, there's some amazing women, um, like you said, that are, that are detailing and doing some really special things uh, and special work, you know, that's throughout the U.S. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we, we really appreciate you taking the time. I mean, we could continue going on and on, but I love, the thing that I really love about that last bit of conversation is, is, that you're finding niches that fit not only your interests, but also your capabilities, your physical right. side. Cause I'm like you, I'm a midget, right? So, you know, if I, if I'm going to be doing Rod's truck, mm -hmm. I'm going to need scaffolding all around it. And I, you know, yeah, he's actually, he's actually standing up right now. I'm sitting on the floor. <laughs> so I'm pretty hey, I'm not Chris Parker. <laughs> oh, he said, oh. It. he said it, Parker. I didn't say it. Ah, you know, I love you, man. So yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I, that is a good thing to look at. And there's a lot of people that want to, I mean, any industry, I don't care what it is, you want to have the status and you want to work on the coolest stuff. And right. But I think you mentioned a really important thing is that a lot of people, if you're maintaining a business, you have to do what is available in your area for your climate and what makes sense for you. And um, I used to be a mechanic 100 years ago. And nobody wanted to do like the brakes on a Honda Civic. Everybody's like, oh, that's just boring. I want to work on, you know, hot rods or whatever. You, hey, you got to do the brakes on a Civic to keep the lights on and to maintain your your status as a mechanic or as a whatever it is you do. So for right. you doing the smaller cars, that's a great niche. And there's tons of Miata and S2000 and, and smaller car clubs that, man, you could focus in on those and, and just be the go-to person. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. And, and there's, you know, there's enough work in every area, every town, every city in the country for detailers. You know, yep. if, if you're not taking that, there's going to be somebody else. I had a guy call me the other day. He says, look, I really don't need, you know, do you happen to do paint, paintless dent repair? And I was like, nope, don't do the PDR, but here, here's someone to contact, right? So you have to have at least that also where you can have enough knowledge of what you can and can't do and what it involves to be able to refer them to somebody else that you yourself would go to if you needed that. And so, you know, I've, there's plenty of guys here that I can, you know, and yes, and I do say guys, there's plenty of guys because that's in this area who's doing these big trucks and let them take it on. You know, they're told they're, they've got me by several inches, needless to say. And uh, most of them, few guys that I know are, are over six foot or pretty close to it. And yeah, and, and have the setup to be able in the space to be able to pull some of those bigger vehicles in and detail them. So yeah. Um, yeah. I can, um, I can see that, uh, you know, moving forward also, right. For me that what, what's, uh, what makes sense, yeah. what truly makes yeah. sense. Yep, that's good. I think that's yeah. really smart. Well, we yeah. really appreciate you taking a little bit of your time this morning to visit with us. So, you know, people in your area, how do they find you? Because, you know, you are the talented lady in your neck of the woods. So let's drive some people your way. Well, I really do appreciate that. So I'm located in Sterling, Virginia, which is Northern Virginia. 
I'm literally about 15 minutes north of the Dulles Airport. Uh, they can find me online at uh, you know the usual web address, www address, into dash details.com. Somebody else has the into details, so that little dash is important. That is my website. I'm also on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, and um, I'm looking at creating or having created creating uh, probably Kimberly Ballard. I think we've, we've heard of before to uh, do some website work for me and maybe create a small little website for the leather end of things and complement one back to the other. <clears throat> and um, uh, those are the best ways to locate me. Um, you can locate me also at diana at n2-details.com. And, um, you know, all my information is, is online also on that website and my phone number. So and just to um, clarify, that is the letter N two dash details.com. So correct. not it's not N I N, it's N two dash details.com. That is correct. That is correct. So, it's N two, the letter N, and just kind of as it sounds, but it's, uh, you know, here in this area with all the government, you know, we really like all the little acronyms. So it's uh, <laughs> n2-details.com. Yep. That's great. Well, thank you very much yes, for taking you. the time. So we always enjoy oh. visiting with you. So Oh, I, I thank you and look forward to the opportunity of maybe seeing you guys again this year. It's uh, And working side by side with you. A lot of fun. Thank you for this opportunity. It's been a blast. Um, didn't know kind of what to expect, but uh, I, uh, I do appreciate it. It's good seeing you guys and, and having yeah, a few yeah. moments to, to just sit down and chat. Yeah. All right. You Thank too. you. Thanks, you guys. Have, have a great day. day. Yeah. You too. All right. Bye-bye. See you everybody See next you. week. You bet. Yeah. Bye. See you next week. It's for Arpata. <laughs>